0: at www.mapministry.org. This podcast is a special one-part podcast covering a recent Map Ministry conference call subtitled Christian Authority.
1: All right, so um, we have Ephraim and Sarah, you guys just joined. Uh, Welcome, good morning. Good morning. I guess it's both of you, is it? (laughs) Well no,
2: Ephraim's still snoozing.
1: Oh okay, Ephraim's still snoozing. Well <laughs> I forget you guys have um some of you guys are at six thirty, um Yeah. Pretty early. Yeah. But um well, um David, uh, just so you know, we have uh Samuel Gerard is from Indiana, Charlie from um Pennsylvania. Jonah's from Kentucky. Brian Gritley from Middlefield, Ohio, and then we have uh, Ben Schwartz. Good morning, Ben.
2: Good morning, jo- Joe.
1: Ben holds up Michigan, right? And um from and Sarah from uh, Wisconsin. So, uh, David, what part of Virginia are you from? I I, I can't always remember. Close to Tennessee. Okay, now say that again. Close to Tennessee, which is the western part. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I want to, before we start, I'd like to share a little devotion with you. I preached on this yesterday, and I um, sort of almost came up with this message within 20 minutes of having to preach. And um, so it was one of these Spirit led sermons, and it went well. I thank God for it. Um, but in First uh, Thessalonians chapter five, verse number 23, it says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you holy." Now we know that the word "sanctify" means uh, separate or set you apart." And he's saying, uh, God, uh, please set them aside, and he uses the word holy, all of you. Now, when you think of all of a person, you have to think past the outer layer, right? And Paul does. He said, I pray, God, your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your whole body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what I got from this is that a man is made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. And <clears throat> secondly, I'm going through this really fast, but secondly, the word, I mean, we know what the body is, right? It was. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. The body was just simply pieced together by God in the Garden of Eden. Everything that, um, all the, the, what would you say, the the content that was used to put Adam's body together came from the earth, and that body will go back to the earth. But that body lay there on that. Garden of Eden grounds, if you can imagine it. God looking down at this, this body of Adam. It was completely limp. The eye, the eyelids did not move up and down. There was no Lung movement, there were no heartbeat, there was no heartbeat there was but it was all there. The heart was there, the lungs were there, um, uh, all the internal organs and and everything was there. It's just that this body laid there and was lifeless, just like we would see one in a coffin. but then God did something, he breathed into the nostrils of this body, and that body became a living soul, the Bible says. Now, God did that in the book of Acts. If you remember, it was like the church had not been until we get to the book of Acts chapter 2. The church was sort of all in place. Jesus had already begun to talk about the church in Matthew chapter 16, I believe. I give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of, uh, of the kingdom and whatever you will bind on earth shall be bound and, however it goes there, loosed and, bound and loosed. But then they gathered together in the upper room. This was the church. It was almost like Adam laying there sprawled out on the ground, lifeless, waiting, and suddenly God breathed into the church, and the church became alive. We know that things began to happen. Uh, They could see it. They heard it. They could hear it. It was a sound like a wind that came. And they could see it. Not only hear it, but they could see the the, the, the fire, the little flames of fire that ended up on their heads. And, and not only could they, they hear it, not only could they see it, but they heard as they spoke in other tongues. It was such A powerful thing that took place, but it was that moment that God breathed into the church. And Peter, we could go to Acts chapter 2, the fisherman, the uneducated, probably didn't have a whole lot of money, had forsook his family for the most part, picked up and left and walked with Jesus, the same Average, ordinary guy walks out of the upper room and 3,000 people fell to their knees and cried out for salvation. They were added to the church, 300, or I'm sorry, 3,000 people. That was the Holy Spirit. Anyways, that was... It just amazes me. That was not necessarily all my, my, my sermon yesterday, but it was just, um, I guess maybe I'll stop right there. We are the church today. When we were born again, when we were born of God, that Holy Spirit moved inside of us. He took up residence within us. We are the church. We belong to the body. Jesus Christ is our head. We are his body. If he is the head, that means we are his, His what, um, feet, legs, arms. We need to start walking and going through this world, this wicked world. And, and we have been given authority as a church, the body. We have been given authority to go out there and make an impact. Maybe it was somebody else's turn up until now, but this is our generation. This is our turn to stand up and go against the evil forces that surround us and that push against us. But in Jesus' name, we have the authority to to push back and to take away the ground that the enemy has stolen from us. We have the right to do that. Jesus gave us the key. The key is a is a symbol of authority. And <laughs> sorry, I'm preaching like crazy here. I just man, it's just coming to me. But um anyways I'm gonna stop there. That's that's our little uh devotion uh for this week. Uh we are uh boy there's so much more that we could say but let me just go back one time more and, and read the scripture. Paul wrote first Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty three and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly and I pray God your whole spirit, your whole soul, your whole body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Um well thank you and uh thank you for joining us. Um any anybody would like to add to that? Uh feel free right now. Just uh speak up, speak out what's on your heart.
2: <clears throat> Joe, there's um one thing on my mind on that. Um are you familiar with the Roman ecclesia back in the time when Jesus was on the earth? Yeah, have you heard that already? About the Rome? The way the Roman rules worked back when Jesus was walking the
1: earth I'm not sure if I have been feel free to share
2: i I will try um i've had i been shared this with a missionary from from Mexico that um shared it, and he he i'm sure he could explain it a lot clearer than what i can but um back when the romans um when there was a town that didn't have any Roman town, and there was one Roman move there, he didn't really have any authority to change any of the rules in town, but when there was two, they could start changing some of the rules, and when there were three Romans moved into a town, they could basically take over, like, be the mayor of that town. They could change all the rules to the Roman rules, to the they That town turned into a Roman town, and that guy said that that's um that's what we as Christians, the power that we have um to set up um, God's rules, laws, and kingdoms um, if there's three believers um that agree in the spirit and they can bind and lose the the powers of the, you know, of the, that area, um, in a town, you know, like, when you're getting ready to, like, pray over an area or like that, you know, they can, those three, they're like the, they represent the Roman, same with the Roman Cleasia, it, except it's even more powerful than the Romans were.
3: Mm.
2: I, I was curious if you ever heard that or if you, um. Or if you would that's sort of what I I've, I've been hearing you say in your sermon this morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had never heard that, Ben. That's that could very well be. I just had never um heard that before.
2: Somehow I think we or I know I do um underestimate the authority that we have as as Christians. I don't know, I guess, I, what you were saying about soul, body, and spirit, you know. I have,
1: I have to agree with you, Ben, on a lot of that stuff. I mean, I can see where this guy is coming from because even if one Christian moves into an area of a bunch of lost people, that one Christian can make an impact on those lost people than a guy can ever imagine through Jesus Christ alone. You know, as and, and like you said, we, we underestimate the power of... Of authority that we have in Christ, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I know that there's more power there in us in Christ than what we realize. We always want to uh, respond to the the power of the flesh that's within us too, that we're familiar with and that we can that we can feel, or you know, in other words, by our emotions, we're we're powered by that a lot of times instead of just by the Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it says, now remember, this is the very, very end, just moments before Jesus goes back to heaven. And he says, and Jesus came and he spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Um, all power has been given back to us. To Jesus who handed it over to the church, okay? Jesus left and he handed it over to us. Now we are, this power is not our power. It's the power that, that came with the, 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 the command to go into all nations, okay? That's what we're supposed to do as Christians. We're, we can't sit here all cooped up in, in growing doing our own little thing. We have to look out. We have to go and push back because the power has been given to us. All power in heaven and in earth. It came at a hefty price. It required that Jesus leave his abode in heaven and come here, become one of us. We talked about that yesterday and how he was uh, placed in Mary's womb Mary was a virgin. Mary had never had sex before. She was a virgin. It was important that it would be this way because um, the seed that was placed in her womb for nine months was from the Holy One, not from Joseph or some other contaminated seed. This was pure seed. And then Jesus was born and he walked the earth for thirty three years and gave his life in one of the most vicious ways ever possible. But that's that was the requirement. Death uh, blood sacrifice. Uh, that was the requirement for this 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 power, these, this key of authority to be given back to us. And now he says, go ye therefore and teach all nations, now that you have been, um, you know, empowered, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always. He's always with us. He's with us now, even unto the end of the world.
3: world, the world, the world, the world, the world, world. 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 World.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mattministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again, and have a blessed day.